Hello and welcome to another podcast. My name is Adrian West and today I'm just sat in my bedroom. It's a, it's a Sunday. Uh, I've, I've not done a lot today actually. I've been recovering and I thought I would do another podcast on the law of attraction or just manifesting your goals. Not specifically on the law of attraction, but what I'm going to do is teach you some of the best ways I've learnt to improve and speed up the manifesting process um, just so you know obviously I'm, I'm in my bedroom at the moment and we're right by uh, not a main road but it's certain times of the day it's quite heavily used and you will get people with loud exhausts driving past so that's that's really what you can hear uh, I've also got the fan on because it's still quite warm uh, it is currently um, it is July uh, we've had a massively hot summer. I don't even know what date it is today because I've just been chilling today. I have big time. Just going to grab my phone and put that on silent. Um, that squeaking is uh, my bed. I'm sat on my bed. There's a leather back to it and my pillows squeak up and against it. Um, so basically what we're going to be talking about is the law of attraction um, and how to speed up your manifesting process now I've done <coughs> podcasts on the law of attraction and I'm going to continue to do it. I'm going to start doing some videos as well but the, the amazing thing that I learned or one of the most amazing things that I learned is Yes, you can visualize your goals in the morning. Yes, you can do something like your daily declarations in the morning or you can visualize at a certain point of the day or you can write down your goals. But that's one point of the day. And remember, if you think about your brain as like a radio transmitter, you are constantly 24 hours a day transmitting a frequency now that frequency is whatever your goals are it, that is basically you right your frequency suggests to the universe what you want to attract back into uh, your existence so in the morning when you're doing the, your goals now most people don't even get to the frequency of their goals anyway and and that's what I help to teach people how to you know, when you're really visualizing your goals or you're thinking about your goals in the morning, how to get to the frequency of that goal so that you attract it a lot more quicker and a lot more easily. Um, but also, once you've hit that frequency th throughout the day, you, you're more than likely going to be coming up against things that don't match that frequency. Now, obviously, if you're looking into the law of attraction, the whole reason you're doing it is because your life isn't at the frequency that you like you you haven't achieved your goals you're not living in a state of happiness that you want to be at or, or there's something not right so the reason for that is because of the frequency you've given off in the past you know you are as you whatever you have now is a di direct result of the frequency which you've been giving off so you're living in a um, environment that matches the frequency of your thought and by frequency I mean you know is it positive is it negative so <clears throat> in order to speed up the process of the law of attraction one of the things you can do is 
Um, it's what uh, Abraham Hicks books, so in the Abraham Hicks books, it says um, that they call it the law of allowing because it's just like the next step once you've got good at the law of attraction, you've got to then allow it to happen. Now, by allowing, that allowing sounds very sort of wishy-washy, like, oh, yeah, I wasn't allowing it to happen. I was, I was stopping it. But, yeah, you, you are in your day-to-day life, and I'm going to explain what things can slow down the law of attraction and your manifestation process and how you can speed things up. So, one of the main things is... and. You know, a lot of people can sort of ignore this if that's not the case. Um, And sometimes you can do this uh, because it's just a process of learning anyway. But a lot of people are manifesting the wrong things. So you go in for something to please other people or you you go in for a specific job because you just want it. Um, and then when you get it, you realise it's not what you want. And I've spoken about this before on the podcast. Um, <clears throat> because essentially, instead of manifesting something that that sort of rings true with who you are as a person, a lot of the time we're manifesting things because we want them. And we want them either because it's a really good-looking girl or a really good-looking guy, and you want to spend time with that person... Uh, in a more romantic um, setting or because it's a job because it's got loads of money or because it looks cool so it's going to be you're going to be able to do it because I've done it loads and obviously that's this why I'm teaching you um, these things because I manifested the wrong jobs I manifested the wrong girlfriends I manifested the wrong lifestyle for quite a while for throughout Uh, my early 20s and essentially what I was looking for was people to accept me so I I was trying to too hard to please other people at first thing was you know my parents were you know they were supportive in some ways but they used to bring me down in other ways so I was always trying to prove to them that I, I was better than them you know and then it, when I did have more income or a better job, it was, you know, seen as a negative. So it, it was like it, I never really won because it was like I'm trying to say, like, prove to them that I can be, you know, achieve things. Um, and maybe that'll, you know, make them accept me or, 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 or be happy for me. And again, it was just then seen as, oh, right, you know, you, you know, you, you're one of those people, are you? You know, or so I, 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 what I'm saying is I could never really win because I'm trying to please someone else. Um, I don't want to go bang on about, you know, I nearly got into a bit of a sob story then. But, you know, I'm over all that now. Uh, <clears throat> it was, you know, about 15 years ago. I've moved on, but <laughs> perhaps I've not. <laughs> Um, but the, the idea is, I was trying to please someone else, and it it had a negative effect on my search for happiness and freedom because I stopped using the law of attraction for a bit because I was confused then as to what life was all about and what I really wanted. You know, I thought if I achieve this, then this will be the ultimate. But it wasn't. It was just just as bad, even worse. 
And then I started going for jobs like, you know, I wanted a good job and I wanted a well-paid job. Why? You know, that's all I was thinking, you know, good job, well-paid, my own house, my own car. For who? You know, it's, at the time you could not have convinced me that that wasn't the way. Because you go, well, obviously that's what everyone wants, and a good car, uh, a good job, uh, you know, a nice house, this, that and the other. But it wasn't true to me. And what I realised when I had this amazing job, well, not amazing job, when I had this job, with really well paid, company car, you know, I had my own place. I was still as miserable as ever, but I had a more stressful job. <laughs> yes, I had more money, but I was spending the money because I was stressed and miserable. So I was actually more skint than I was before. Then I left that job and got a job that was more or less near minimum wage for a year, maybe for about six months actually. I had more spare cash because I wasn't miserable, so I didn't go out and I wasn't trying to spend money to make myself happy. So I had more money. I was earning roughly half of what I was earning and I had to pay for my own car. And I had more money because I was happier and I wasn't emotionally spending. So for me, these are the things that slowed down my long-term goal of being mega happy and perhaps mega rich and, you know, whatever I wanted to do. Because I was always looking to manifest things for other people. Now, why is this difficult? Why shouldn't we do it? You know, a lot of people saying, yeah, but... I want loads of money, I, you know, I want this, I want that, I want people to respect me. Well, the thing is, they won't, you know, you'll always still be the same person. You know, if you see yourself, if you're worried that people are going to think you're a loser, you're always going to be worried. You know, it's not going to change any of that. Like, the way I said it was, I, I was earning loads of money and I was still the same old loser. You know, I was still that guy that I always worried that people would think I was. Um. But by all means, you know, go for those goals. But one of the greatest sort of analogies, the way, way to sort of describe how this is affecting you by going for things to please other people or just because you think it's a good thing to do is from the Abraham Hicks book on the law of allowing. It's, um, it's amazing. It, they explained it like... Your, your life is like a, a stream, like a river, right? And you're on it at a certain point. <clears throat> and you're basically, if you're pleasing other people, if you're a people pleaser or you're trying to do things to impress other people or because you think you should be doing it because that's what everyone else is doing, what you're doing is you're swimming upstream so you're going against the current and you're paddling really hard <clears throat> and you're thinking that this is the way and if I just keep paddling at the end I'm going to get there and everyone's going to love it and when you get there you realize that nobody's there and the people who are, are there they don't like you they don't care about you and what they say is as soon as you realize that the energy of life is in the stream and that's going to take you to where you need to 
to be, you let go and you're going the other way and the current's taking you. And it's all about, as soon as I realised that I needed to stop worrying about what people think of me and what I, I thought I should be doing with my life and listening to my parents and what they think I should be doing with my life and watching the TV and thinking, well, you know, I've got to do this, I've got to buy this, I've got to be wear these clothes. I started to become something that I always was and that I remember I was as a child, which is myself. I started to realise who I was because I was not trying to be someone else for everyone else. I started to become myself. And by letting go of those oars and letting the stream take me, then I re-remembered, <laughs> so, or I re-realised what I wanted to do with my life. And it's a big thing. It's like, you know, a lot of people would say, oh, you know, I'm happy chasing these goals. Yeah, okay, it might not be what I want to do. I'm like, look, the most powerful lesson is on the other side of that. As soon as you let go, and it, it's all about worrying what other people think, you see. The reason why people are going, no, but I'm still going to do it because, you know, I, it's, <clears throat> it's what everyone else is doing or whatever, or I want to prove a point. The reason why we say that is really what we're saying is, I'm still worried about what other people think about me and I'm worried that they'll think I'm this idiot. And then I just went, do you know what? F it. I don't care what anyone else thinks now. I've had enough, right? I was in a really sort of, not a bad place, a stressed place. I was annoyed with myself because I, I knew what to do with the law of attraction, but I wasn't using it in the right way. So I let go. And then I started to remember the things I liked to do and what I enjoyed doing. And it so happened that I enjoyed singing. Um, <clears throat> and I enjoyed music. Or at least I wanted to sing, but I'd never, ever dared to sing in front of anyone in my whole entire life. So um, I also wanted to play the guitar. And I was about 24, 25, um, maybe 24. And I was watching a YouTube video about a band called Oasis. Now, Oasis, if you don't know who they are, you know, I think everyone knows who they are. <clears throat> They're a Manchester-based band that, that, that rose to fame in the 90s. And it's very acoustic, very simple music that's been turned into it rock and roll electric music you know electric guitars but the root of it is Noel Gallagher writing simple songs with simple chords on an acoustic guitar and I'd I'd learned to play a few of those songs but not all the way through and and you know I didn't I couldn't sing <clears throat> or at least I never dared to sing in front of anyone uh, even myself and I was thinking, well, you know what, maybe I should really learn those songs properly. And I still have my guitar that I bought. I bought a guitar when I was 21 or, or maybe 20. I'd been made redundant, so I had a bit of spare cash. And actually, I wasn't made redundant. I, I, was, I got another job 
and I was still getting paid for my old job. So I had some spare cash. Um, <coughs> I was on gardener's leave. And um, I bought myself a guitar, but I was always thinking, I'm too old now, I'm 18. And that's one trap is, you know, we always think we're too old. You're never too old. You can learn to do anything in a couple of months. And then for the rest of your life, you've got that skill. Um, <coughs> so what I did is, is I thought, I was watching a, a, a documentary or like an interview with Noel Gallagher and he said he was like 24 or 25 or something when he learned to play the guitar. And I was like, oh my God, like I, actually he might have even been 27. But I was coming to that age and I thought, right, well if he did it, I can at least make something of myself by learning to play the guitar. So I, I, at this point I had been made redundant from this job. Um, and they were paying me for six months or, or thereabouts. I still had my car for about three months. Then I was going to get me redundancy payout. So I was in no rush to get a job. And I was annoyed at the whole world of jobs anyway because I've been trying so hard for years and I believe me, I put in loads of work. And it, I'd either made other people rich <coughs> or I was just getting nowhere. And I thought, right, I've got to do something for myself. Instead of working hard for other people, which is essentially what you do when you get a job, I'm going to work hard for myself and see how... You know, I'd done things for other people that had be, sort of become successful things in a very short period of time. And I thought, with the law of attraction, maybe I could do something for myself that would make me successful in a very short period of time. So I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew it had to, It was something to do with music. And essentially within, you know, to cut a long story short, within a year, I was being paid to sing and not play guitar. I was being paid to sing. I'd, I wouldn't even sing in front of myself a year before that. So it was probably 18 months after that I was being paid to sing. Within six months of that, I was I was doing the odd paid gig with the guitar, but only as support. And since then I've done loads of gigs, um, nothing mega. And it didn't shoot me up to being, you know, a recording artist, which is something that I wasn't really bothered about. I just knew I had to learn to play the guitar now the reason is it's because I let the reason I'm telling you this is because I let go of the oars yeah back to that analogy we're on the stream I've been pedaling paddling hard in the wrong direction all my life I let go of the oars I start to discover who I am because I'm riding the energy the natural energy of the universe and I'm just going to go right I'm going with the flow what do I really want to do? What, what are my hobbies? What are my interests? Okay, I like singing. I like playing guitar. That's going to take me in a direction. And that's what I realised. I was like, it doesn't matter. I mean, mum was saying, you need to get a proper job. And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm, I'm going with the natural energy of the universe. No one believed me. Loads of my friends were like, what are you doing? Anyway, I got my own radio show. I started teaching in schools. I started hosting a karaoke night and then I became a professional DJ. All because 
I went with the natural flow of the universe and I wasn't trying to please other people I was just going with the flow what do I like what am I interested in and all these things started happening like I started meeting people randomly who had answers to questions that I was looking for or who had connections that could get me work or whatever and it was just dead easy and then you know I spent a long time years being a DJ earning more money doing a Friday and Saturday night sometimes a Thursday than I'd be um, than I'd been earning doing a full 50-60 hour week in the office and I was only doing a couple of hours a night so it was mega money but it meant I had Monday to Friday off um, and Sunday then that led me to start up my own <coughs> business where um, I'm a marketing consultant because I used to do marketing I thought do you know what they were selling my time my energy and, or using it for themselves and only paying me a small amount of money but obviously they're charging a lot for what I do so maybe I could cut out the middleman and just promote myself as a marketing consultant for social media for the internet for, for general traditional marketing and it worked, you know, I started charging, you know, a reasonable amount of money. I'd got to an age where people believe, started believing me. I was sort of mid to late 20s. People start to believe what you're talking about at that age. And I, I gradually started to increase my income. Um, so that, along with the DJing, meant I was uh, probably working half the hours that I worked in the past. And I, I earning, you know, double, triple, quadruple what I was doing on my highest earning job and then uh, those things came easy basically is what I'm saying and the, the, the reason they become easy is because I wasn't trying to please other people and then these other people they start saying things like you know they, they either totally accept it oh yeah we always knew you are into stuff like that and you know, we always knew you should be doing, you know, whatever, like the total opposite that they used to say to me. Or they still bloody hate it and keep saying I should go and get a job in a warehouse and work my way up. That's my mum. You know, some people will always be very traditional, especially if you want to do something a little bit different. So <clears throat> then what what I'm getting at is that's one way it's law of allowing. It's like, Go with the flow. Go with the universe. Figure out who you are inside. Make some mistakes. Don't go pleasing other people. It's not the main aspect of the law of allowing, but it's it's one big chunk of it. Um, the other part of the law of allowing is a little bit more sort of... It's little things. So, remember I said if you visualize your goals in the morning then you create an energy in the morning which is like very positive and it matches all your goals but then during the day you're sort of back to your normal everyday life well what that does is obviously it brings you back down to to your energy your positive energy level down to you know more of a negative level uh, <clears throat> and it does affect the law of attraction because Okay, you're still going to attract these things in, but we want to do it quicker. That's the whole point. 
So how do we do it quicker? Well, we try and maintain that positive energy level for as long as possible. So obviously there's people in your life that you don't like and there's things you don't like, right? If you don't like something, you don't moan about it. The more you moan about it, the more negative energy you create. Now, I don't like to call it negative energy, but we will for the purpose of this video. But you're basically blocking all this positive energy that you created in the morning. Or whenever you visualise your goals. And you're saying to the universe, you know, whatever you're thinking about that you dislike, you're saying, I want more of this. You're not saying that, but you're tuning into the frequency of that. And by doing that, then you're attracting it to you. So the more you moan about something, the more the universe will give you things to moan about. Or at least you'll start noticing more things to moan about. So notice when you're moaning about things and stop it. Yeah, that is going to allow you to attract things a lot quicker. Then there's negativity. So negative people, whenever you're in a negative environment, find a way to switch off. Listen to music. If it's a negative person, ignore them. If, if there's people, negative people in your office or whatever ask for a transfer if you can't get some headphones on um, do whatever you can <coughs> to limit the amount of time you spent with negative people and if you can't if it's someone that you talk to maybe it's a partner maybe it's your kids it's your your mom <coughs> or your boss or whatever this is what I do and I'm really I was really bad at it and I got really good at it in a very short period of time if someone says something negative dismiss it you know don't get involved with the conversation they'll go oh yeah but i've got it worse or yeah i know this guy who did this thing you switch so i'll always i've got a client um <clears throat> who's very, very similar he's like how's your day been and i go oh dead busy mate oh and he goes busy you don't know busy mate i've got two kids up all night screaming i don't get any sleep blah 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 and you're like i'm like wow I'm just saying I had a busy day, but busy, good busy, you know. But that's an example of someone who is negative. They're, um, <clears throat> you know, if, if that was a, a client of mine for personal development, I would say, hey, you know, if someone says they're busy, you know, maybe it's a positive thing. And you should go, start saying, oh, well done, you know, very good. Um, so, like, say... If someone said to me, you know, if I said, how are you today? And, the, and they went, busy, busy day. The worst thing I could do is, is go, busy? You don't know busy. I've got nine kids and all that. But the best thing I could probably do is, oh, busy, good. You know, it's good to be busy. You know, and if they said, oh, no, I hate my work. And, you know, you don't compete with them or you don't get involved with that negative conversation. You know, the, the best thing to say is, oh, you know, okay, I'm sure it's better than working down a mine or, you know. I'd say, well, you know, at least you've, you, you've, got, you've got a job. And I always used to, you know, when I was thinking about how much I hated my situation, I'd always compare myself to, to people who were less fortunate than me. You know, I could have been born in Africa with AIDS. You know, I could have been born with no arms and legs but luckily for me I wasn't so I can do something about whatever I've got 
So, <clears throat> yeah, limit your, the time you spend with negative people. If you can't limit the conversation, change it. Go for positive things. I work. With, I used to. I used to work with a guy. First, ten minutes of going to work with this guy would be me managing the conversation to get him into a positive frame. Because the first thing you do is moan, and the worst thing you can do is start, you know, talking about other negative things because it sets them off it keeps them going so i would just go all oh, right okay and you know i always just say well you know it's better than working down a mine and we're, we're lucky doing this job uh, not a lot of people get this opportunity and then he's like yeah i suppose you're right yeah say so, hey at the end of the day you know bad things happen to everyone let's just have a laugh and then that was it <clears throat> and that's essentially i had to do that not all the time but a lot of the time so that is a way of sort of, you know, we can't always avoid negative people. But it's a way of keeping your positive energy levels high by not getting involved in negative conversations um, with it, negative people. Um, another thing, negative influences. So I would say completely get away from any negative influence you can. Now, one of the biggest successes I had in my life was I stopped watching the television. Why would you stop watching the TV? Well, to be really quick about it, the television is negative, yeah? It, this isn't a conspiracy theory, it's just the way it works. Box sets on Netflix, serial TV dramas, the same thing. Anything that wants to get you to, to watch the next episode, it's, it's all about drama. It's all about negative energy. The reason they do this, the reason why more and more shows are commissioned where it's worry, the, the storyline makes you worry, makes you go, oh, she's horrible, she is, or he's a nasty man, is because it creates negative emotions. Your emotions, the way you feel your emotions, your body has to create a chemical that matches that emotion because your brain vibrates at a certain frequency. Your hypothalamus in your brain creates a chemical cocktail to send around your bloodstream which allows um, your nerve endings to feel a sensation that matches that emotion. These are called they're like receptors you've got at certain parts of your body and what happens is the more you feel that emotion the more those receptors for that specific um, mix of chemicals is created the more receptors you have for those um, chemicals the more you crave those chemicals so it's essentially like being addicted to an emotion so you know people who are always angry why are they always angry well anger creates a certain emotion which creates a certain chemical in your blood the more you have that in your bloodstream the more receptors you have for it so you can feel it the more receptors you have for that emotion the more your body craves it <clears throat> it's the same with nicotine it's exactly the same nicotine makes your body feel a certain way 
the more you have nicotine, the more receptors your body creates for it. The more you, your body creates more receptors for the nicotine, the more you crave it. And if you liken it to nicotine, it is like a drug. All emotions are drugs. People who are always happy, they're addicted to it. But there's nothing wrong with that. It's by making sure you're getting addicted to the right emotions. Generally, the reason why people say, oh, it's always bad news on the news. Why? Because if they sold, if they showed you all the good news, you wouldn't watch because it's not as addictive. The thing is, people believe bad stuff and they like to... Um, moan about stuff and get angry about stuff good stuff people just you know they're not into it that they, they want a bit of drama in their lives um and you know the television producers have known this for years for decades so they know that it's better to put bad news on in fact controversial news is better the most important news might not ever get shown but they'd rather show controversial stuff because it gets people talking. Um, same with social media. A lot of these news sites, I know we have a local newspaper that literally just posts stuff to get you chatting. Um, negative stuff because it wants an argument in the comments of its post on Facebook. Why? Because more people see it then. It becomes a more popular post, but then more people go to their website where the the article is, and more they get more advertising revenue because more people are going. If they posted good news all the time, people wouldn't be interested in because they can't moan about it. So there's less comments and they earn less money off the advertisers. So that is a very good example of how news companies stay in business. They all they're interested in is negative stuff, and the more negative stuff they they um, show on TV or have on the news in the newspaper or put on Facebook, the more they can sell their advertising for. So it's addictive. You come back for more. That's why TV shows do it. That's why the news does it. So I stopped watching the TV because it's all designed to get you addictive because they want you to see more people to see more adverts more regularly. Um. So I stopped watching TV, I stopped reading the newspapers and I stopped getting involved in the news altogether and I limit my time on social media. Um, and I definitely, I block all the negative people. I don't block them and I don't unfriend them anymore. You can do this thing where you unfollow them. So you're still friends, but what they post don't, doesn't show in your newsfeed. And I'm regularly doing that. Any, anyone who posts something negative, it's someone I like, I give them three strikes. Fourth time, unfollowed. If it's someone I'm not too bothered about, almost instantly. You know, I don't need to see their posts anyway. Um, it, it's not a horrible thing to do. We're trying to manage our life so that there's more positive things in there so we're not getting knocked down in a, a negative way. We're trying to maintain our positive levels. So honestly improved my life amazingly by switching off the tv now the one thing i will say in tv's defense is not every program is designed to get you addicted 
obviously there are certain things like documentaries that are really good and I will watch them on the on-demand things like the BBC iPlayer uh, and Netflix I don't watch box sets <laughs> every time I go to watch one because someone's recommended it to me I can see how it's working they set up an event so that you have a negative feeling towards it or a shock feeling and it's like a cliffhanger these cliffhangers on on soap dramas used to only happen once a month or something but now it's every episode especially with these big American productions <clears throat> so but the thing is what I'm getting to is films are a good example of something that they want you to feel positive so it's good to watch a film sometimes it's like a good story it makes you feel good and I will watch films why do they want to do that what's the benefit well first things first films don't make money by selling advertising so there's no reason for them to want you to keep coming back however the way they make money is most of the time by you telling your friends how good the film is so how do they make that happen well they've got to make you feel good about yourself when you leave the cinema you leave the cinema and say you know i went to watch this film last night it was great i felt great when i left uh, you should go and watch it you know that's how they so the films generally i mean not all of them but i would say 80 to 90 percent of films are designed to take you on a, an emotional roller coaster sometimes but leave you feeling amazing afterwards uh, it's really good for other things like resetting your your mind and <coughs> helping you to sort of get out of a negative rut sometimes i'll watch a film same as going for a walk um they have a similar effect on your psyche but there you go so the law of allowing is basically everything else but the law of attraction so we're using the law of obviously it is using the law of attraction the law of allowing is but when we think of the law of attraction we only think of what we do in the morning or, or when we visualize our goals which is a very it's like one percent of your day the law of allowing is looking at that extra the, well the, the rest of the day the 99 percent that you're missing out and making sure you maintain a positive mindset throughout that day how do you do that you stop talking to negative people you get out of negative situations if you can't you manage those situations try and make them more positive and then you switch off any negative influence in your life i would recommend coming off social media for good i can't unfortunately due to my work but it's not a bad idea you don't have to but it's not a bad idea i can't so what do i do i limit it or i manage it so that there's no negative stuff coming up on my newsfeed. stop watching tv it's no good for you it's never going to do anything good for you I would say for 99.9% .9 of people, TV is a negative influence on their life. Don't watch the news. It's all fake. It's all rubbish. And it's all designed to make you come back and watch again to sell advertising to you. They don't talk about all the good things that's going on. If you really want to know what's going on in the world, look around you. Yeah? There's amazing things going on in your local area. That's all you need to know about. A hundred years ago, we didn't know what was going on in Iraq. We didn't know what was going on in Australia. We probably didn't know what was going on in the next town. We were focused on what's going around 
we, in our lives and those around us and we you know the good people try and have a positive influence on that that is where your influence is so you only try and work on yourself only try and you know do good things in your community a good friend of mine basically says you know what's the point in voting it, it it's there to make you think that you're having an impact on what's going on in the world but they all lie to get you to vote in a certain way a great example of that is brexit we were told loads of lies about brexit and as soon as we voted on it the next day they told us all those things were lies um because they wanted us to vote in a certain way we're never told the truth so why would you vote and he, this good friend of mine says that there's no reason to vote um but it doesn't mean you can't get involved in politics get involved in your local area all these people they're blind you know we're moaning about what's going on in parliament which is like doesn't care about us but we won't get involved in what's going on in our local area you know i i know towns in the uk where they've blocked supermarkets um and big chain stores coming in and and closing down all their local businesses um they've helped um control their economy so that the money's not going out of the town to these big corporations in london um the, the money keeps circling back in the economy and makes it rich there's, there's loads of examples of where people have got positively involved in local politics instead of negatively being involved in national politics so honestly like there's so many things you can do um with your life that will you know improve it by looking at you know whatever you're being negative about you go okay i'm being negative about that what can i do that's positive you know you don't need to watch the news you don't need to read the newspapers you need to be positive about your life and what you can do in your local area anyway it's a bit of a rant that hopefully they're all going to be rants um i'm going to try and keep these all casual now you can contact me via my website it is adwest.com adiwest.com um, you can follow me on twitter um no you, you you can yeah i am on twitter but i don't do anything on it it's at admarkwest a-d-i-m-a-r-k-w-e-s-t i'm also on instagram dj underscore ad underscore west um and i'm also on facebook facebook.com forward slash adrian west official so um but make sure if you're on spotify whatever you are, are on subscribe to these um podcasts i'm going to try and keep them between 30 minutes and an hour each time i'm going to try and keep them relevant um so that you get something from each one i'm going to try and give you something practical to do and the more i do these the better i'm going to get at it and the you know the better the information is going to be for you but also then i'm going to start in the next few months i'm going to start doing videos i might actually do some start doing some within the next few weeks um they'll all be going on facebook and all my social media and i'm going to be boosting them out so that 
more and more people see them but thanks for listening to this podcast i really appreciate it and like i said subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on for more content and i will see you in another podcast thank you